My sweet love and the warmest welcome back to the Passion Break Podcast. It is Jess here, the host of Passion Break Podcast. And first things first, I want to wish you a happy new year. I hope your new year has started well. And if not, well, you have 12 months time to change the current. So because I feel like we have this pressure, like every time when a new year starts, it's like, oh, no, you need to be the new me and like new things and get better and bigger and more and blah. Like, you know, there's a huge pressure, but actually it's just a month changes, you know, from December to January. We have just decided that it's like a new chapter and you're sure it's, it is in calendar. We change the year in or calendar but in or life we can change our life and change the chapter whenever we want so I would say don't put too much pressure on you more enjoy and just maybe take this as an opportunity to rethink your life what do I want to actually change what are the things that I'm not happy about what are the things that you know really would need actually to work on what are the things that I wish to be better or what I wish to do less and what are the things that I want to bring or manifest into my life. So this can be a great time to reflect. What is the one intention for January that I would like to change or bring new? What is the one intention that I feel for the whole year is the most important thing? What is the theme that is the most important for my year? One word or one sentence that brings you always back into the main intention for a year. It's not a goal, it's not an achievement, it's an intention. Something that feels motivating, inspiring and something that hopefully brings you more towards to your highest potential and towards to more happy healthy balanced life so in this episode i wanted to talk about six things that i will be leaving behind for 2023 so these are the things that i don't want to bring anymore with me to the next year and yeah i'm gonna go them through in this episode as well i'm gonna cover a little bit my main intention for this year as well as telling about my new year's trip in Sevilla. So let's jump into the episode, shall we? So I have actually traveled very little Spain. I've only been through Barcelona and in the Costa del Sol where I am living now and I really have craved to see more of Spain. There's so many places and cities that I would like to visit. So we took a chance with two of my friends and we went to spend the New Year's in Sevilla and the trip was really nice and most of the thing what I loved about the trip was how inspired I got after it or during the trip. Mainly because It's so beautiful to change a bit scenery. You know, I have traveled a lot during my life, but it still feels so good to go into a new place and just be like, "Mm." you just get into this new energy, you get into the like out of your comfort zone, you do not know anything. So you are very open to everything. Like what is happening there? How's the people? How's the vibe? How's the houses? Like you are putting attention to detail or at least I do whenever I go into a new place you're curious you're open-hearted you're a bit adventurous and I feel like that can bring so much new energy and new like inspiration into your life I just felt like Sevilla was really showing me how aesthetic 
life can be. I just felt that the city itself is very aesthetic, but the people as well were super stylish. Like, I just loved stopping in the street and like stand in the corner and just look how the people were passing by, what they were wearing, who they were with, how they were communicating, just like what are their aura or who they are, like from, of course, from the outside. And it just were like so interesting to just see the life passing by and just stop yourself for a while because I feel like when you are in your hometown you just go from place A to B and B to C you're like constantly kind of doing your daily chores and things you have to do and even like going out with friends or I don't know doing something you don't do every day you just still have like a very different vibe than when you're going to a new place and just like looking everything as a new and not knowing basically anything or anyone I just feel it's so refreshing and I was telling myself that this is something that I really want to try to do even every month if I have financially possibility to do it going back to that aesthetic lifestyle was something that just very much inspired me to exactly look for the best potential in all you know because I feel like we so easily just settle for what we have and we have told to be like thankful for what we have and just always see kind of the good things in what we have which is very healthy it is healthy to be thankful it is healthy to be positive about the things that are good in your life but I also feel like it can become toxic so that we just suppress our feelings we just suppress our emotions we suppress our dreams by saying it is good enough it is okay I should be thankful and this is this is I have a good apartment I have a good relationship I have a good work and then just kind of reject your dreams and reject what you actually want like I'm just questioning why couldn't we you know reach for the best potential we can in this current moment because we so easily just are happy with, okay, this is good enough, then we don't even look for what is possible. And I feel that we're so caught up with the daily things and the daily chores that we don't even have time to like think like, how about if I would have an apartment that would suit more my needs with the same price I am paying now like I feel like we we tend to say that these certain things are really hard like finding a job finding a partner finding an apartment and then we just say like when we find good enough we just stick to it you know no matter what is happening we're just like working around the problems but we just stick to it because first of all we're too tired or exhausted to go again so to say into the game and like trying to search work again and trying to search an partner again and trying to search an apartment again because the markets are hard the markets are not that good or the markets are too expensive or it is very hard to find a job or it's very hard to find a partner and you know we just straight away be like no it's too hard so when we find a good enough thing we just stick to it but we stick into things that doesn't work anymore partnerships that are toxic apartments that are not serving our needs we are sticking into things that does not bring us further and doesn't bring growth and we rather settle than see the f word to search for new and hand in hand with this thing goes the fact that we tend to also wait that the things falls into our laps 
And I just think it's a bit silly that sometimes I find myself as well being kind of like, oh, I wish to have this and this. And then I don't do a shit towards that. And I was just like, you know, everything is possible in the end of the day. Like the craziest, the coolest things are possible. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I believe that they can happen? And why wouldn't I put effort and work towards those things actively to achieve the best potential in all the things that I feel are very important for my well-being right now? And I know that would step up my lifestyle, step up my happiness, step up my inner mentality and feeling. Because I feel it's sad that, for example, I talk with a very close person to mine and she has struggled with her relationship for a long time. And I simply asked her, I was saying, I know you might be afraid, but why are you staying in the relationship? And she said, just, I'm just so tired to go back on the dating apps. I'm so tired to like start again. And all these three years of efforts like feels like a waste. And I said to her, you know what, I understand I'm currently dating, I understand where you're coming from, but nobody knows if the first day that you open that dating app, you will match with your next husband or, you know, lifelong partner or a big love. Nobody knows that. It is just your mind telling you that you don't want to do it, you are afraid to do it, you don't have energy to do it or capacity to do it. And then you rather just settle for what you have now because you want that more than putting yourself out there because you're afraid of putting yourself out there and you're afraid of what to come and you don't want to be lonely. You're afraid of being lonely and not finding that love. So you rather settle. And, you know, I understand that. I completely understand that. But at the same time, I am like, it's a bit silly because you don't know in this moment what is going to happen if you go back into the dating world. But what do you know is that you're not happy in your relationship? That's the fact. Like, sometimes I feel like we have to look at the facts. Sometimes I, I think we just have to, like, put the thing on a table and just be like, okay, you know, listen, these are the things that are true. Putting the thing in simple format because we tend to twist the things. Like, for example, I currently live in a beautiful apartment. It's a three-bedroom apartment and it is modern and it's in a beautiful place. I have a nice view. I pay extremely affordable price, but there's so many problems in this apartment and it would take an hour to go through that list, but mainly there is problems that has started to affect my sleep and my health. And you know what? I was telling myself all the things like, oh, like, but I can fix that thing by doing this thing or, oh, I can purchase this and that little thing or do this and this tweak. And I'm like, Jess, why can I not just face the problem? I am not feeling healthy in the apartment that I live in now. And not just being, but I'm thankful and I, but I pay this price, but I, it's beautiful, but I, blah, blah, blah. No, <laughs> it is an apartment that I don't feel healthy in, period. Yes, it is beautiful apartment. Yes, it is affordable apartment. And yes, it is expensive to find a new apartment. It is hard to find a good apartment. But nobody tells me that I could not 
find a good apartment and another affordable apartment that I would feel healthy in and that I would have a good night's sleep in. So I was just like, wow, yeah, it is so easy to make the thing like a big chaos, a big mess, because you have so many different emotions coming in from the past, from the future, from the current. But how about if we would just simplify to think this is how it is, okay? And this is a problem. It is a problem. Can I fix it? Can I do tweaks that I can fix it? Or is it like a big change in front of me? You can ask these questions on your relationship, on your work, on your family, friendships, your hobbies, wherever, and making the problem super simple. And then just asking yourself, is this a problem that I can talk about with my partner or with my boss or with my family member? Or is this a problem needing a big change? Meaning I break up, I change work, I don't meet anymore that family member, whatever that is for you. So sometimes I feel like um, our minds like to make life very fucking difficult and life is complex but I would say that there is so much room to make it much more simpler than our mind tends to make it and I think we would save a lot of time by simplifying the things. So jumping into those six things I am leaving behind for 2023. First thing that I am leaving behind is settling for less. I feel like I'm done compromising. Compromising for my needs, compromising for my dreams, compromising for who I am and who I want to be. And I feel currently so inspired to like really go towards that potential in all aspects. I'm very curious to see what kind of life I can create for myself, starting from the very little things, like what is the best potential morning routine I can have most of my days? What is the best potential of friendships that I can share? What's the best potential in apartment that I can afford currently? Like all those little to big aspects of how and what means the best potential for me and how can I drive and go towards to that? I feel like my life would change dramatically if I would start to really put actively effort onto those things and see where and how far I can go by searching and looking for that best potential. And I don't think that there is never-ending potential. I think we can always and always grow. And I think ultimately we do. But I do not want to see as going towards your potential for the fact of like be better and better and better and better. Moreover, how can this thing serve me the best right now? Because we do grow and we do change. Some of the things changes, like for example, or need changes. The things that are attached to that need has to change as well. You know what I mean? So for example, if your need changes from your living situation, now you need to live closer to the city. The house in the countryside won't anymore serve your need or serve your lifestyle or serve a goal that is very important for you. So that's what I mean of that. Okay, things that um, are not anymore serving your need, are not anymore supporting your lifestyle, 
can change or has to change in order to you feel fulfilled and less stressed. And this is something, and I would say maybe the biggest thing that I feel so inspired by to really look for what are the things that I want to change? What are the things that I want to bring in? And what are the things that can drive me towards my best potential? So yes, I will leave behind compromising for my needs and for my dreams in order to please someone or to just be thankful or just settle for no. I'm done compromising. I'm done settling for less. And I am so ready to reach towards to my higher potential in all aspects. So the second thing that I am leaving behind for 2023 is veganism. So I can't kind of believe that I'm saying this out loud because I've been vegetarian slash vegan for 10 years. So I'm going to explain you why. So I have had hormonal acne ever since I stopped using hormonal birth control. So I was using hormonal birth control for three years in my first relationship and then I stopped using it and three months after I stopped using the hormonal birth control, I got a really bad hormonal acne and ever since that it has not gone back to what my skin used to be and it has also bring other hormonal problems like period pain and um, I've been trying so many things for the acne basically everything else than medicine like I've not taken any pills for my acne and I am not willing to take any pills for my acne because I trust and I have seen that it will heal when I find back into the balance mentally, physically, and hormonally. And I could see that having vegan diet is not only fucking stressful sometimes, but it is in a way stress to my body because I could see that I was constantly hungry. Honestly, I want to give the freedom for everyone to eat exactly how they want. My reason why I was vegan was mostly because of ethical reasons and just the fact that I could not really deal with the fact that I am um, enjoying someone. Like, I'm enjoying the cow that suffered for me to enjoy. That's just something that is not right in my mentality. It's not fitting my norms so that's why I was like no I don't want anybody to suffer for my enjoyment so therefore I was only consuming like vegetarian stuff but I was also thinking that I am doing the healthy choice by not consuming meat or animal products and more and more I did research among the acne about the best diet to support your body and the best diet to support your hormones I understood that being in a fully vegan diet is actually not always the healthiest option This is personal and this is also like there's so many opinions out there but what I believed in and how I saw that my body works I started to see that the vegan diet isn't anymore serving my health. So I started to welcome in animal products like eggs, whole fat yogurt, always organic and also some fish and I already saw a huge difference then I was like okay I'm really curious how about if I am welcoming even more like organic chicken or 
organic meat and the first time when I ate it was actually a duck uh, on a Christmas dinner I ate some duck and literally eight hours after that dinner I did not feel hunger and I was like holy shit like I just realized I was like I haven't eaten in eight hours and then I'm like but um usually I eat in every three hours because I get so low after you know eating that vegetarian or vegan meal and I was like well this is like groundbreaking for me this is so much more easier I don't need to be in the kitchen all the time I don't need to like feel hangry all the time like wow I can like be without like eating for eight hours and so this made me really realize that I want to go back into diet that I'm not restricting anything anymore and I know myself that I it's still very hard for me to think of um, purchasing meat and organic meat is very expensive so therefore I know that I'm gonna keep it super low like maximum one meal a day but most probably like few meals in a week most of my meals will still be very much like a vegetarian meals but I am welcoming in back all the ingredients and not anymore saying no to things. And actually last month was my first month in a year and a half that I did not have any period pain. And that is a fucking huge win. I could like cry out of that because we know how a big struggle period pain can be. And I did not believe that changing diet and I was adding also certain supplements into my diet that it could change a fact that I was very much suffering from, which was my period pain. Yes, I feel very pleased with that. And therefore I am saying goodbyes for veganism for 2023. The third thing that I'm leaving behind for 2023 is part of my family so I feel like last year really showed me that unfortunately there's very few people in my family that I can really rely on but as well I feel that I can just be myself and I can just just you know feel safe with them I felt like with with these certain people that I'm leaving behind even though they're very close family members I felt like I always needed to be something for them in in order them to like me in order that a relationship was working you know I feel like I needed to be on my tippy toes constantly looking at how they're reacting and how they're feeling and and I could not like really relax because I felt that it was my responsibility um that or relationship was working well and if something happened between us if we got into a fight if we if something happened that we had an argument then it was always like my fault you know and I was like this is not fucking healthy I'm not anymore continuing to have this relationship with these people because it's not simply healthy it's not any more balanced it's not something that I can just say like wow I'm so like glad that I'm having this like relationship it just always felt like if they would not be my family I would never see them I would never hang out with them you know but just because they were my family member just because they were holding a title of a close family member I felt a need or a pressure to be with them and be close with them you know like 
I have to be close. I mean, the person is X, Y, and Z. I have to be, be close with them. I have to talk. I need to call. I need to arrange a meetup. I need to buy them a Christmas gift, like all of that. And then I'm just telling myself like, what this person has actually brought positive things into my life this year? Like, what are the things that I've really enjoyed like doing? Like, what are the moments that I've really enjoyed with this person? Are we actually like having fun, you know, good conversations, feeling good when I'm with them. No, I feel fucking drained after talking to them. I feel like I can't be myself. I feel like I have to be on my tippy toes all the time. And I'm like, why would I keep meeting and being very close with that person or like keeping up the closeness if that's how I feel? And it's very revolutionary to think of like, okay, the, one of the closest family members are not, not anymore part of your life, you know, that they just kind of vanish away as, as soon as you're starting to like kind of release it and just be like, okay, I'm not anymore trying. I'm not anymore trying to be X, Y, and Z person for them. I'm not anymore trying to like, you know, keep up this relationship and just like solve problems and all of that. And then just seeing it go, it's kind of scary, but at the same time, it's so freeing. It's like, yeah, well, all of these years, it was all about me. It was me keeping it up. It was me apologizing. It was me saying, yes, okay. It was me pleasing. It was me doing X, Y, and Z. And it's just like, what is the matter? Like, why would I keep doing that? Why would I drain my energy to just keep up this relationship? Because I have to have this relationship. First of all, who says that I do? You know, just because we come from the same vomb or we come from the same genes or we share the blood or we share the DNA, that does not give a great reason to hang out with the toxic people. Like sometimes I feel like you need to just strip off from the fact that they're titled people, you know, that they title as your mom, they title as your dad, a sister, a brother, a grandfather, whatever that is, like just take the title away for a second and see them as a person just as a person okay who is this person would I hang out with that person if it wouldn't be in my family would I look up for that person like look up to would I appreciate that person just because it holds a certain title does not mean that you need to just accept their toxic behavior you just have to be okay with it you just have to swallow it no goddamn no it is time for you to like say that person is not good for me and I do not enjoy being with them no matter what kind of title they hold how can I step away from this how can I talk less see them less how can I even like break up this relationship we are having how can I take them off from my life for some time or forever or for now like whatever suits you the best and it is really 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 hard it is really really hard but at the same time I've just saw myself that this gives room and energy to spend more time with people that actually matters and actually brings something good and actually the relationships are balanced that the both people are putting the same amount of energy and the same amount of effort and that you feel like you can be yourself you're loved as you are you're appreciated as you are you're respected you don't need to walk all the time on your tippy toes those are the people that deserves your time and your effort and your love you know because you get it back that's what a beautiful relationship is that it's in balance and the effort is 
the same amount and therefore like I am willing to like put more effort and love into my friendships because most of my friendships because they're chosen people are the people that are supporting me the most that I feel most loved by I feel most like you know energized by and I feel like they value me and I value them the most and therefore I want to put all that time and that effort and that heartache that I used to put into my family members or some of my family members I want to draw that energy away and take my power back and channel that energy to somewhere that keeps generating good back So the fourth thing that I'm leaving behind for 2023 is taking things personally. I have really seen that um, maybe one of the biggest things that I've learned lately is that honestly, people will do and say stuff that makes you think that you did something wrong or you said something wrong. But in actuality, it's all about their perspective. And of course, we can make mistakes. And of course, we can say stupid shit. And we can do stupid shit, sure. But I feel that most of the time, it is about other people's perspectives. And whatever they are saying to you, whatever they're projecting onto you, has very little to do with you. You know, you have maybe an experience with someone, like let's say that you were dating a guy and you just did not vibe with them. Like for some certain reason, you did not vibe with them. And that's fucking it. You weren't saying his shit or he's this or that or he's, you know, bad person. You just were like, nah, like I just don't vibe with him. And then you, I don't know, ghosted him or you didn't go for a second date or you were telling an excuse why you can't keep meeting him. And he might wonder, oh my God, I did something wrong. Oh my God, maybe I wasn't good looking enough or maybe I said something stupid or they can like overthink everything. But in your head, you're just like, I just didn't vibe with them. Like I, there's nothing bad in that person. I just did not vibe with them. And if you didn't know vocalize that, they might not, you know, know at all. And they might take it very personally. Therefore, I'm just like turning it around and being like, if I get rejected by a person, whether it is dating, work situation, friends, in whatever situation, I try not to take that personally. Like if I did or said something, I have to trust that they are telling me that, hey, I'm not okay you by saying this or doing that. And of course, I can be aware of what I do and I say, but I have to trust that the other person is communicating that to me. And if they are not communicating that to me, then I just have to work on not taking things personally because I cannot read their thoughts I cannot know what they want and what they don't like and I also have to understand that this person might like this thing but other person wouldn't like that or vice versa so it's like I can never please everyone so therefore I'm just gonna be truthful from who I am right now just being honest 
of my being. And then if someone is not happy with that, and if someone is saying or calling me names or telling me this and that, I just have to be like, whoa, I'm not taking that personally. Because first of all, it's that person's perspective and that person can like project a lot of things. So I'm just going to like be in my power and trust that by being truthful for me, always, of course, evolving and growing and always checking in how could I have done things differently or said things differently, but not blaming myself constantly for all those things like, oh, I should have said that, I shouldn't have done that, like, I should have been this and this, and yes, like, kind of like putting that other person on the pedestal and being like, yeah, well, they deserve this and this kind of person, and I am shit, and I'm this, and I'm that, no, you're you, you're as valuable as they are, and take that fact and just know, okay, whatever was their reason for their action, it's ultimately not about you. No matter what they did, no matter what they said, it's ultimately not about you. It's their perspective of things or you, but it's not the truth of your being. And that's like so interesting because we tend to believe people what they say and we tend to think that it was our fault that this and this thing happened. But I feel like we have to practice more of the fact of like, no, this is nothing about me. There's absolutely nothing I could have done differently or said differently. Some cases there are, but I feel like most of the cases, it's not about you. <laughs> so to just take on to that, I'm practicing on to that. And I'm just like, yes, I'm taking responsibility of my actions and my words. And, and I will do mistakes and I will say shit and I probably will act shittily sometimes. But then I have to be open for feedback. So if someone is giving me a feedback saying, hey, I would like to talk about this thing. It doesn't feel good when this and this thing happened or when you said this and this great. I'm fully open to that. I take responsibility of my actions, but I am not taking things personally. Even when I get feedback, I'm just like, okay, cool. Thank you for letting me know. Not like, um, what the fuck? I'm perfect because I am not perfect. And I do things and people have different perspectives on my doings, you know? So I can be they're trying to please everyone, do perfectly for everybody and just be a perfect human being. I'm just going to do what feels truth and good and it is aligned with my values. And then other people might have their opinions about that. So yes, that is the fourth thing that I'm leaving behind for 2023 is to not anymore take things so personally. So the fifth thing that I'm leaving behind for 2023 is Scandinavia. So last year I moved from Sweden to Spain and I felt like as I was living in Sweden for almost two years and coming back to Southern Europe, I just realized how much I love living in a Southern Europe. Like I love it so, 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 so much. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, so I was like, I'm not going back there. I love Scandinavia in its own way, in its own little details. There's definitely things that I value, but I just realized like 
I've seen it now. I really have seen it. It's not a place for me to live. It's not a place that I want to spend a long time at. So I'm just going to leave that behind and never go back into thinking that, well, maybe if I do this and this, I will have good time and I will be happy living in a Scandinavian city because I know now, no, I'm not. I do not like the weather. I hate cold. I want to be in a Mediterranean atmosphere with its all lifestyle, weather, people, culture, food, nature, everything. I want to be here. This is where I want to be. And therefore, that's why I'm saying thank you, goodbyes for Scandinavia and hope that at least for the next years, I don't need to move there because of course life can go ups and downs. You never know. But if I have a choice, I'm not being there and living there. And that's what I think is very beautiful that even though I have a Finnish passport, even though that's my home country, I can say no to that. You know, it's a beautiful possibility. And it's also very brave to be like, yeah, most of my friends are there. It's a culture that I know. It's a language that I know. My family lives there. I've grown up there. But I don't want to be there. It does not serve me. It does not bring me inspiration. does not bring motivation. It does not bring me fulfillment. So why the heck would I spend my time there? You know, and especially as I have a possibility to not be there, why the heck would I be there? I don't want to be there. And that's why I feel that it's beautiful to be able to choose another place to live and call another place home than a country of your passport and to just be, you know, creating your future in a place that you chose and you can choose where you are blooming and I think that this is so beautiful metaphor that if you think about plants you can't just plant whatever plant wherever different plants need different soils they need different amount of water they need a different amount of sunshine they need a different amount of shade they need a different amount of humidity like there is different needs for every different plant and I like to think us people as plants you won't blame a flower that is planted in a wrong environment like why the fuck it's not blooming like you don't go and shout to that flower like why aren't you blooming like blah blah what's wrong with you and the flower don't blame itself it just knows that it's planted in a wrong soil and it needs to be in another environment another soil and able to be bloom and that's something that I want to think as me like okay I'm not blooming in that Scandinavian soil no matter what you do I'm not blooming in that soil so I better be here in Mediterranean where I feel like my plant is blooming you know that I am blooming I feel that this is the right environment this is the right soil for me to be planted in so yes the fifth thing that I'm leaving behind for 2023 is Scandinavia the last and the sixth thing that I'm leaving behind for 2023 is a drifting so what I mean with adrifting is the fact that I'm kind of just going with the flow. And I mean, I don't think that you are able to swim against the current, but sometimes going on a flow will just bring you into the places that you never wanted to be in and you most likely could have avoided if you navigated through that flow. So I feel like I have kind of gone from planning and being super, you know, like in control or at least trying 
to being control of my life to being in a flow and just being like I trust the universe and if it's meant to be it's meant to be and I'm just like flowing in and just like seeing what happens and then I find myself in situation I'm like fuck you know I I'm just not happy with the situation and I'm just like if I would have realized this before and I've navigated this through and just being like okay I'm gonna put my active effort to change this thing I would not be here so that's what I'm welcoming in I'm welcoming in navigation so I'm not controlling because I never can control and there will always come and happen stuff that I could not expect and I will never have life that is only roses nobody will and I'm not expecting that I'm not having a perfect life but at least that I feel that I have and I use my willpower you know ultimately I believe that we all have a free will we have a free will and possibility to think what we think do what we do say what we say and therefore I want to take full-on responsibility that the things that I do are aligned towards to the things that I really hope to experience so that I am not just flowing and just trusting the universe and finding myself adrifting no I am saying hey you know what I want to travel to that land So I need to navigate my boat. I can't just let the boat go with the current. I have to see, okay, I direct the boat to that direction. And after that direction, I will turn here and then I will turn there. So I am navigating towards to my destination. And then when I get into my destination, I feel fulfilled because I was like, this is what I hope to experience. And there will always be another destination and another destination. And sometimes storms comes in. Sometimes things happens to you both. Okay. But if you keep that destination, if you keep that navigation, this is the latitude that I am following. This is the stars that I'm following. You will have certain different purpose into your life. I want to take that responsibility to know I have the chance to choose my destinations. I'm taking the responsibility of like, I'm the God. (laughs) Seriously, I'm the author of my story. I take the pen and I'm going to write my next plot twist. I'm going to be like, hey, this is the next chapter. I will experience as a character this thing and I'm gonna write that story and I'm gonna live that story and there will be characters that I did not invite and there will be happenings that I did not invite into the story but that makes it the best story of them all but she had the willpower to make it a good story she took it onto herself to be like I'm gonna write the best book ever you know, the book that I want my grandkids to read. And that is your story. That is your experiences. That is the life that you want to live. No one else can tell what is a cool story, what is a cool life, what is a cool book. You are the author and you are able to take the responsibility of a God. I will be the active person to bring in 
all the good things into my life, fulfilling my dreams, meeting the people I want to meet, experience the experience that I want to experience. I'm not anymore waiting anyone to do it for me. I'm going to be the person that takes the active role in my story. So yes, I am welcoming in this navigation style, this active pursuing, and I'm leaving behind the ad drift thing for 2023. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I truly hope you have a good start for this year. And remember, I have the free PDF called Sensual January that you can download through my Linktree links also in my Instagram. It's a free PDF and it's 31 challenges that you can do every day during this month and bring more romance into your life. As well as the 11th of January, there's going to be the Rewild Your Voice podcast course available. So all in one podcast course, 14 video models and a PDF that brings you from very beginner to have a professional podcast show. So that course is available 11th of January if you want to hop in. Thank you so much for listening again. Take a good care of yourself. Remember to masturbate and see you in the next episode.